0: Hey, y'all, it's Jason here with Goodness Steak Seasoning. You can order your bottle or bottles at bringthetasty.com. Goodness Steak Seasoning is good on anything. It's even good on chicken, good on pork. Heck, it's even good on fish. Now, here's Fish at Six. It's Fish at Six. Six bongs on the wall. T-G-I-F, thank God it's Fish. Uh, Your Dallas Cowboys Fish Report live from Frisco. This is the Fish Bowl that is the star. Handful of items for you tonight. And obviously uh, trying to navigate their way through the Trayvon Diggs issue and what they're going to do about it uh, after the season-ending injury. That's job one. And then for the rest of us, navigating our way around how to cover it, how to think about it, how to react react to it. Uh, that's high on the list of things to do as well, <clears throat> and boy, oh boy, did ESPN blow it, and continues to blow it, uh, and is getting called out by none other than Micah Parsons and an army of you. If you're not familiar with this story, I will walk you through it. Also, give you some cowboy history as to how the digs thing can be okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll talk about Jerry and Tom Cruise. What? And then I'll give you a final injury report uh, for the week as the Cowboys get ready to go to Arizona. So let's go to Bristol. And we have a slogan around here, and you're going to understand why we have it if you give me about five minutes. And after this five minutes or so, uh, if, you would, uh, if you find yourself informed and entertained, if you would please hit the like button and, of course, subscribe to what we do here. It's absolutely free. One of the problems that ESPN has and has long had is when they decide to bull in a China shop their way out of being a news gathering organization. When ESPN is a news gathering organization, it's the it's maybe the best in the business. I think that's factual, Uh, whether it's Don Van Notta or uh, Chris Mortensen or any of the many, many, many sports journalists who have worked there, continue to work there. When, When there's something serious to be done, they have serious minded people who can do it. And the list goes on and on and on of those people. But what they've turned themselves into is a caricature of all that in an effort to not just be a news-gathering organization. And they are wildly off the mark again in their—and by the way, we're going to talk about Bart Scott. He's the individual who did it former Jet and Raven player. But I'm not going to let Bristol off the hook. Bristol did this. They're reporting on the Diggs injury, which of course you all know by now occurred uh, here at practice on Thursday. Let's go with the response from Micah first, who's calling out, ESPN and standing up for America's team and standing up for his pal Trayvon Diggs and in a way standing up for you. What the bleep Micah puts regarding Bart Scott calls him a, uh, calls him a nasty name or two. Um, as a former player, you are lame as F. You're joking about a man trying to feed his family and build a legacy. ESPN got to stop letting corn balls be on TV. If ESPN now got rid of all the cornballs, assuming that we can that I share a definition, they, they would be left with having to cover the news. And apparently they think you'd get bored as a viewer. The ESPN offender this time is Bart Scott specifically, but again, this is producer, co host, kind of, network, the whole thing. Bart Scott tried to get cute in his analysis of the Dallas Cowboys loss of the Pro Bowl cornerback, cornerback, uh, cornerback Diggs. Let's understand what instinctively somebody that knew what they were doing would have done. They could have, you're Bart Scott, you played 11 years in the NFL. Bart, what is it like when somebody gets an, I bet you Bart Scott's been injured What's it like to, to get a serious injury? And what are the emotions of it? How does it feel, the climb back? Or what's it do to your organization and your team in your locker room? When a man goes down, Bart Scott's lived that. Or he could simply say, tough break. Uh, Trayvon, if you're watching, uh, wish you well in your recovery process. That's it. But instead, he decides to mock the Cowboys and digs, And he says, like Stephen A. Smith always says, just wait, something bad always happens. This is not especially clever when Stephen A. Smith screeches it. And I know some of you aren't convinced of this, and I know I fight this battle multiple times weekly here on this program. It's no more always something for Dallas than it is for 31 other teams who annually fall short of a Super Bowl title. It's always something for everybody. And the people that have fallen into the Stephen A. Smith hole, uh, that that he sucked into the Stephen A. Smith hole, with this gimmick, I I, I feel sorry for. Because you've been duped. But Stephen A. Smith who used to be a reporter. Actually, I mean, it's a funny bit. It's, to some, I find it to be empty. But people laugh. Just wait for the Cowboys, something bad always happens. Stephen A. Smith is now as famous for being a Cowboy hater, even though he's not, as he is for anything he's ever done in his life. It's not clever when Stephen A. screams it. And in this situation, Bart Scott's trying to be cute. And he's not. He's trying to be funny. And he's not. He's trying to be witty and biting. And he's not. This was ugly and gross and hurtful. A wasted opportunity by somebody who played pro football for more than a decade. That's why they hire the former football players to offer insight into football. Not to try to beat Chris Rock and Jerry Seinfeld. Because you're not. You're bad at it, ESPN. You're really, really bad at it. So ESPN, not just Bart Scott. By the way, He's on a panel with Stephen A. Smith and Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark is a serious person. You know what I mean by that? He's a serious person. He can be relied on in a serious situation to carry himself properly. Stephen A. Smith can be, too. This dipshit got scolded by both of them on live TV. Ryan Clark said, don't go there. Trying to just disappointed in Bart Scott and trying to help him. And and Bart Scott's still going there. He's on Twitter saying he's been misquoted and yelling at people. You doofus. ESPN, again, attempting to be funny instead of being a news organization, rightfully earns scorn from Micah Parsons. And I will argue should earn the same amount of scorn from anyone involved in football. Who considers themselves in any way serious-minded? So for the thousandth time, get your cowboy information from Frisco, not from Bristol. Spiral Mind with a $10 pitch-in. Mr. Mac, did you find out where the NFC Championship trophies are hidden? I have not. <laughs> But it's a good question. I swear to you, I've got it written down here. Lance F., $5 pitch in. Good morning, Fish. Boy, you threw me off for a minute there. In the Super Chat. This is the brief on, by the way, in the Super Chat. center set up for us by YouTube. Uh, I was, I'm in Kuwait. I was bummed to hear about Diggs. I hope his recovery goes well. Heard about an injury to Tyler Biatish, our center. How's that going? We will get to that. That is item four of for tonight. Your comments, your questions, and your criticisms, all fair game. Bring them, and uh, I'll do my best to wrestle with them. Harold B, $5 pitching. No, Stephen A is not funny. It's an exercise in mental eming. I'll leave it there because I already swore twice, Harold, uh, and, and kids are watching, and I'm not going to – I don't, I don't want to waste one of my dirty words on you. <laughs> I want to do three per night from now on. So – Maybe that's all the scolding that needs to be done. Jim R., $5 pitch in the national media has gone from saying that Diggs is overrated. Wow, Jim, this may be the comment of the night. The national media has spent the last two years, two years of change saying Javon Diggs is overrated because he's a cowboy. Jim R., now the same people are saying, Diggs injury means the Cowboys can't win the Super Bowl. Wow. That that is brilliant. Straight dope, no bullshit. Well done. Harold B, thank you for your pitch in. Jim R. Boy did you nail it. Next item history. Well, you can't win a Super Bowl without Trey Buddha. First of all. And this is take nothing away from his brilliance. Lots of teams have won the Super Bowl without Trayvon, Raymond Diggs. Like you know what? Like all of them. <laughs> this is football, and you certainly have a reason. As a Cowboy fan, you have a reason to be. And and Bland used this word today: devastated. He said, "I was devastated." And you have a right to be, too. And the Cowboys have a right to be, too. As I said this morning, of course, they need to funnel this. And I believe they will. 37 to 6 prediction for week three at Arizona. But then you pick yourself up and you dust yourself off. And if you're a thinking, serious-minded Cowboy fan, and not just a whiner, You think back to Cowboys teams and I won't go back a million years. I'll just go back to my own personal time here. It is not ideal to lose Trayvon Diggs. It it is awful. It is devastating. Um, The the Jerry joke about it, if if you want to call it a joke, is dead on. This is a kick. In the Gortots. Through two games, this pairing of Gilmore and Diggs has been like, I don't use the word perfect very often, but part of a Cowboy defense, allowing 10 points in two games, producing 10 sacks, seven takeaways, two wins, and Diggs himself, three passes defense, forced fumble, interception, quarterbacks throwing his way, two of eight for 26 yards. What? They don't even throw over there. Here comes Bland on the border. Here comes on the boundary. Here comes Jordan Lewis in the slot and they will be fine, but you will miss Diggs uncanny ball skills. And I say you'll miss his covered ability, which people still don't seem to get. But here's the butt. And I'm going to give you 3 of them cuz I was there. 1992. The a, a heart and soul guy of that team. Bill Bates. Week 6 season ending torn ACL. Hmm. They went to the Super Bowl and won it. In fact, I got a picture. I got a photo of Bill Bates sitting in the locker room with street clothes on in at the Super after the game of Super Bowl. And he's holding the trophy. Somebody was smart enough to go give him the trophy. And they took a picture of it. And I have it. And it's it's very touching. They lost special teams captain Bill Bates, who um, I've seen Bill a few times in recent years. Let me just say this, and I'll say this politely and, <clears throat> and with uh, with compassion. When I say Bill Bates gave everything to football, you hear a lot of guys hear a lot of hear a lot of a lot of guys uh, from that generation before who aren't right now because of football. You don't hear anything about Bill Bates. I don't think his family needs needs you to hear anything about Bill Bates. I think Bill would tell you that it was worth it. But his sacrifices are enormous. Michael Williams, $10 pitch in. I know this is beating a dead horse. What is the Notes version of why Jerry still refused to put Jimmy in the ring? Fish love the content. Uh, This has been phrased different ways. Somebody, and I, I, I wish I had it off the top of my head, somebody messaged me the other day saying, if you go back and and listen <clears throat> to the times that Jerry has sometimes talked about this, even talking about it in a thumbs-up way, he he does say, uh, he does talk, when he talks about a Super Bowl, does talk about him needing to win one. Him, Jerry. So I'd like to think that besides just the bitterness and the silliness and the childishness, uh, and besides the very real fact that Jerry thinks Jimmy screwed him. That that Jerry thinks Jimmy divorced him and cheated on him. Those are very real. And maybe we're being overly optimistic here. If the Cowboys win a Super Bowl with Jerry Jones in the top chair, And with Jimmy not involved, maybe that would be enough for Jerry to say, "Okay, see, I can do it. Maybe. Thanks for the question. Bill Bates went down. And Drew H with a two dollar pitch in making the point, Fish, we can do this without digs. Your chances obviously just declined. But in 92, Bill Bates went down. You won the Super Bowl in 93 i love to tell this story mark stepnaski is a pro bowl center torn ligaments in his knee he plays all year week 15 torn ligaments here comes the super bowl who's going to play center eeny meeny miny moe john giesick can you play center yeah i guess so john giesick was not a center plays center in that Super Bowl, and the Cowboys repeat as champs. 1995, I need to check myself on this, but I think 1995 is when Kevin Smith, in week one, does that sound right to you historians, gets hurt against the Giants? And Kevin Smith was special. Dixon Edwards was on this show not long ago and said that the most indispensable guy, and this is why this is so great, the most indispensable guy in our defense was Kevin Smith, Pup. And, you know, we're going, I'm sitting here going, Dion and Haley were on that team. He said, yeah, they were incredible. Pup. So if I'm remembering this right, Pup goes down in week one. In comes former 12th round draft pick, Larry Brown. Now, we all think now of Larry Brown as being quite a success story, and he he was, and he is. He starts the next 15 games opposite Deion. He wins MVP of the Super Bowl because the Steelers kept throwing him the ball. To this day, uh, and, and I'm friends with Larry Brown, he may be watching this program. Larry, don't take this personally, but you know it's true. Larry Brown could not catch a football. And his rookie year, certainly, he also couldn't cover a guy who was catching football, he would just turn, he'd He'd get caught all the time just turning his back to the ball and putting his hands up. But it worked. All three of those cases, all three of those Super Bowls, special teams captain, Bill Bates goes down, all pro center, Mark Stepnowski goes down. The guy we can't afford to lose, Pup Smith goes down. And the Cowboys win, win, and win. History is telling you, no matter what they say, history is telling you what can be done. Because this Cowboys franchise, in its all of its last three Super Bowls, exactly did it. Exactly did what we're talking about here. Item. Uh, Jerry pulled out uh, a Jerryism today. And I don't. Uh, I I laughed when the fellows on 105.3, the fans said, "So how do you replace Trayvon Diggs?" And his answer, his answers is really, it's good. It's funny. Daryl asked, "Do you think we'll pick up another corner?" Um, I, as I've said, I, I advocate the idea of Anthony Brown, but. You, you want to go make a big trade for somebody? I mean, I think first you, you want to see what you've got here first, right? Dean Graham, $5 pitch in. With that story time, you got to do the double flex with a pink shirt, boss. You are the best NFL team coverage guy. Thank you for that, Dean Graham. Let's let this, let's let the cake bake on this setup, I think they know I mean, think I I know they know what Bland is. I know they know what Lewis is. Would you would you give up a real draft asset for a star cornerback? Do you need to? And I don't have the answers to these things yet. These were these are we're 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 just kicking around. And I know they are too. They're kicking around too. Fargate. I wish Jerry would trade Trey Lance and a first and a third for Patrick Sertan. Oh, okay. I don't know what the price is. They, they, forget Trey Lance. I don't want Trey Lance. Would you give up a first and a third for a star cornerback? That's a lot. Um, Todd Archer suggested, well, maybe you maybe you rent a because cap-wise, you have, you got room for another $20 million cornerback? It's a good point. So maybe you get one that's on an expiring deal. The problem with that is, so using Fargate, you're going to give up a first and a third for for a one-year rental? It depends, ultimately, how close you think Lewis and Bland can get you to where you wanna get and how big the gap between Lewis and Bland and Bland and Diggs is. And we get our first look at that. Maybe it's not the, the best test in the world, but it's the first test we get as we roll into Arizona. The Jerry Jones joke. So how do you replace him? Uh, uh, well, uh, Mr. Basic, uh, you don't replace an irreplaceable player. Uh, saying, uh, I'd like to get us another Trayvon Diggs like saying, uh, I want to be Tom Cruise. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry's idea of handsome is Tom Cruise. Uh, it used to be John Wayne, but he knows nobody even knows who John Wayne is anymore. Personally, by the way, I... I'm more of a Brad Pitt man. <laughs> and finally, let's get to the injury report. I know it's weird to say that the arrow is pointing up after what just happened. But overall, outside of Digs the arrow is pointing up, and here's why. Tyler Beatish, the center, has a hamstring, did not practice today, but he still listened as questionable. So, so, So did not practice today, but questionable means he probably plays. Brandon Cooks, wide receiver. We bumped into Brandon Cooks the other day. He said, I feel great. And the participation chart today shows that he was a full participant. So I think you're good there. His game status, he, he does not have a designation for game status, meaning he's playing. Trayvon Diggs, obviously. Out. Chuma Adoga. The guard, uh, offensive lineman, really, Chuma was with the elbow. He was full today. Chuma's fine. Uh, Jeron Curse, the safety, had an illness. Did not practice Wednesday. Did not practice Thursday. Back fully today. That's big. As we mentioned this morning, Zach Ertz is Zach Ertz is who they throw to in Arizona. Jeron Curse is who covers. Zach Ertz, you you can you can eliminate Zach Ertz. C. Bass, why is everybody sensitive about the Bart Star, Scott? Why, why don't we forget about everybody? Why don't we just recognize that Michael Micah Parsons is upset about it? Is that good enough for you, Ronnie Young? I don't know what he said because I don't watch ESPN. I hear you. Tyler Smith, full. They're, they're, we're good. Zach Martin got a DNP, so he has not practiced all week, but still is listed as questionable, which is pretty good. So they'll do a uh, they'll do a launch day on Saturday before they get on the plane, and Zach Martin will walk around in that thing. And Tyler Beatish will walk around in that thing. Now, I used to joke, I mean, on the practice card, they got like 10 centers. So they'll find a body there. Uh, Hoffman would be the guy that gets called up, of course. Uh, and and if you got trouble here, you might call up a couple of them. But along with Tyler Smith being fully ready, Tyler Beatish is questionable, which is good, even though he didn't practice. And Zach Martin is questionable, which is good, even though he didn't practice. And Donovan Wilson with the calf, He's been a full participant all week long. So I know it's a I know it's a huge, yeah, but. But outside of the digs thing, hey, yeah, but you're pretty good on the injury list. Uh, we will keep you posted on all things Cowboys at CowboysSI.com. Would you please go live there? Uh, thank you for hitting the like button. There's going to be about... Uh, It looks like about 15,000 people will watch this show tonight. So if, you know, 33 of you would hit the like button, I would appreciate that. And then please do tell your friend about Cowboy Coverage with a serious-minded host who's been doing this for 40 years. I appreciate you being part of the Fish family. Enjoy your Friday, and we'll see you over the course of the weekend, including, of course, on the official Cowboy pregame show on Sunday, Fish.